Welcome to our very first episode of Africa Carifu. I am Lucien. Like I said in the introduction, this podcast is going to focus a lot about Africa. We will talk about everything Africa. We will bring it to the Carifu and we are going to discuss. So to begin with, I think it will be appropriate for us to talk about uh, myself to get to know me and also to get to understand how I got to embrace my Africanness. I know that that might sound a little bit strange to some people, but as this uh, discussion continues, I hope that you'll be able to understand what I mean by that. I was born in Cameroon and my parents are Cameroonians. I am Cameroonian. My grandparents are Cameroonian. My great-grandparents are Cameroonian. And as far back as I've been told, we are all Cameroonians. And so growing up in Cameroon, that was who I identified myself with. The notion and the concept of being African or of that I am African wasn't necessarily something that I would use to start the conversation or I would use in introducing myself. Not because I want to shy away from that, not because I am trying to run away from that or I do not identify myself with that, but growing up in an African context, my tribe, my country was predominant in identifying myself because there was no question about my Africanness. My African identity was never in question. No one doubted that I was an African. No one would challenge me on that notion. And so being removed from that context, the whole notion and concept of Africanness became predominant. By predominant, I mean that my African identity became front and center. It became the very first thing that people would either say or would use to identify me. And all the background and the tribal heritage and lineage that I taught or that I had grown up with became secondary or in some instances not relevant. The whole concept of of Africa really did not dawn on me until I left Cameroon. Because when I left Cameroon, I found myself in America and it was very interesting. Interested in the sense that when I introduced myself, I said, oh, I'm from Cameroon. Very few people knew where that was. They were like, oh, where is that? And in my mind, it was like, this should be obvious because when I was growing up in primary school, we had geography. And in geography, we had to learn a lot about other countries. In fact, one of the drills that we used to have growing up was they would ask us the names and capitals of a lot of countries. I mean, these are not just African countries. These are European countries. These are countries in in, in South America. These are Asian countries. And so we'll get grilled on this stuff to the point where I thought that everybody around the world was likely learning the same thing. And so if if some if I met someone they say, Oh, I'm from Bangladesh, I wouldn't be like, Oh, where is that? Or if somebody told me, Oh, I am from Madagascar, or if I'm from let's pick a country in Europe, uh, if I'm from Spain, I'll be like, Oh, where is that from? But when I came to America, I found out that 
this was not the case. And so it became easier, I found out, to just tell people, I am from Africa. I mean, I think that was a time where I wanted to complicate situation and say, I am from West Africa. And, you know, at least to try to put some, you know, specificness to it. I came here as a teenager. And at that point, I also knew that saying that I am Africa might also, you know, arouse some kind of expectations because I knew I wasn't speaking for Africa and my experience wasn't necessarily everything for, you know, the typical African. Because once you come to the West, some of the big things that people may expect or they might think that you're going to really identify yourself with or what they know of Africa is really villages and huts and, you know, jungles. Uh, for somebody like me who I grew up in a, in a city in Cameroon, I didn't spend a lot of time in the village. You know, granted, we'll go visit relatives there and so on. So I didn't really identify myself a lot in the rural context of Africa. And my experience was also limited to the confines within which I grew up. So it was always a challenge for me to really say I am African. But I began to embrace that. And I began to say, yeah, I'm from Africa. You know, some people who, who are, who are well-versed with the world, people who have likely traveled, or people who are just curious to be like, we're in Africa. And then now we can go down into the specifics and we might just say Cameroon and we leave it at that. But uh, trust me, when you meet a fellow African, they, they don't want to hear that they are from Africa. It's like, where, you know, where are you from? You say Cameroon. If, if I meet a fellow Cameroonian, it'll be what village? It'll be what tribe are you from? Or where did you grow up? What schools did you go to? So the conversation was a whole lot different. I mean, I say this because these interactions these very first interactions shaped my narrative in America. And I came here as a teenager. And in those formative years, I was also trying to find my own identity. Because growing up as an African kid, growing up in an African home, in an African country, your identity is really rooted in your family. It is, this is XYZ's son. This is XYZ's brother. This is XYZ's sister. And so you live a lot in the shadows of the people that have come before you. And so when I came to America, I began to realize that there was no shadow to, for me to live in besides the African shadow. There was no, this is because nobody knew my dad. My dad was not a politician or a big businessman on the continent. That would be known by a lot of people. And so that was not there for me. Because of that, I had to figure out a lot of things about myself, my faith, my academic path, as well as my new environment that I found myself with. Meanwhile, at the same time, being true to my upbringing and to my identity as a Cameroonian and as an African. In a sense, being referred to as African, as annoying as it may have sounded back then and 
with all the floodgates of the stereotypes and the baggage that it came with, it was a good thing for me as it helped me and informed me during a period of my life where I was trying to define for my own self who I really was, trying to understand my own faith, trying to also forge for myself my own academic path and also learning to be independent away from my family and away from the comfort that I had grown up in. What I've been trying to explain really was this journey and this struggle for me in embracing that first I was African even before my Cameroonian heritage was invoked or was voiced out. And that was a paradigm shift for me, especially because I was used to that. I was a Bamlike, then Cameroonian, and then African. But I am proud of where I come from, and I fully embrace that. I have never actually rejected that. However, one thing that I have I did notice as I interacted with a lot of other Africans was that a lot of people were beginning to shy away from this narrative or to be referred to as African. And up to this day, I don't understand that. And I'll be interested in hearing some of your stories about your African identity. How were you able to embrace that? Was it so easy for you? Or was it the process like mine where it had to take you living your country or living the continent and now having to look back to be able to now understand or fully grasp this African, this Africanness? I'll be interested in hearing your stories. Drop us a note on whatever platform you listen on. Or if you're creative and want to write a long email, Send us a note at hello at africacarifu.com and we'll be sure to read it or highlight it here on the Carifu. Until next time, thank you for joining us at the Carifu.